Previously on the Fantasy Reality Show. I thought he was a dancer. Is he a dancer? Isn't he? I thought he was. Could be. He could be a mailman too. Now I'm just totally confused. I'm not sure what happened there. The fridge. Fridge. The fridge, yeah. The name of the game isn't Evict Frank. The game still goes on when Frank's evicted. It's just like if you're going to be buried alive, you're going to try to crawl out of that hole. Me and Frank were tight, and then you came along. And ruined everything. And I really like him. <laughs> He's a great guy. Uh, what, what's, your, uh, what's your deal for them? Ramjet or whatever? Nat uh, Jam. Nat Jam. Ramjet? <laughs> Much to my stupefaction, the game continues. Before Frank's eviction, Polly promised to keep Bridget safe. Oh! Paul wins HOH after some practice. Devon is sketch. Polly and Zakia may break up. And America sends a care package. Here to help me break down all of this, founder of the BigBrotherRankings.com. Welcome to the show, Nate. Thanks, Marty. Good to be here. And uh, just so... Everyone knows I have the website BigBrotherRanking.com without an S. I'm I'm trying to cyber squat so you pay me some yeah, money. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds like you, actually. <laughs> All right. So the game is not over. It proceeds without Frank. Is is, is that is that legal? Um, I'm pretty sure we might have lost a couple viewers <laughs> when Frank went home, but, but I'm all right. I'm still there. I just didn't think the game was allowed to continue once they got Frank out. So, uh... You want to talk about your Big Brother rankings at all? All right. Yeah, sure. Let's get right into them. Right now, I see basically five possibilities and five non-possibilities. And in the top group, I've got Polly, Nicole, James, Paul, and Corey in that order. And then, like, I don't know, a tier maybe the size of the Grand Canyon. And then <laughs> six through ten, my rankings are Victor, Zakia, Bridget, Michelle, and Natalie. Uh, well, we our, our phones are blowing up. Uh, you mind if we take a phone call? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hi, caller. Uh, what's your name and uh, where are you calling from? My name's Ronnie, a long-time caller, first-time listener. Okay. Uh, Ronnie, where are you calling from? I, I, I'm calling from my house using, uh, using my landline. Uh, okay. Uh, what's on your mind, Ronnie? Well, I got a question here for Nate. I was looking at your uh, Big Brother rankings on uh, on your website here. Do you think since Paulie went in a bunch of competitions, that that'll hurt him too much to where he can't win the ultimate game, and the other players will vote to him out first before he uh, gets too far? And uh, I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on that. And uh, thanks, uh, thanks for taking my call. Well, that does happen sometimes uh, where where you could be too strong of a player too soon. But I think right now, if you look at the bottom half of the players in the house right now, they're kind of after each other. And that, the fact that Victor, Zakia, Bridget, Michelle, and Natalie are, are the ones left, they really have no idea 
that they need to be targeting a strong player. Yeah, it's just all about if anybody can figure this out. I have to think James and Nicole, being returning players, they have to have an idea, right? Yes. So there will probably come a day when James or Nicole has to make a decision about whether or not they want to stab Pauly in the back. But that day is not that soon. So I think he's good for a while. So the game, it's the first HOH of the post-Frank era. Uh, what about this this uh, HOH? Watching people practice was uh, very exciting, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was all right. Uh, the you, whole you love when to do it. Practice? Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, it, there was seemingly some strategy to be had in terms of when do I pull my red ball and go up there and try it. And the house guest, the house guest decided um, not to use any strategy. So I thought um, <laughs> it seemed to me like all of them were just kind of randomly, well, seems like a good time. I'm going to grab this red yep. ball. I mean, it, it was weird. There was a couple times where I saw people throw their ball completely off of the ramp, get like a two on the board and and then decide that was the time they wanted to pick up the red ball. <laughs> so ball wins HOH or should I say H O H. He gets uh he gets a letter from his mom and uh and we actually get to meet his family. Well yeah, I mean we found out that Paul is basically a mama's boy, which is how most of these guys get portrayed on here, right? And, and his family's like insanely rich. Insanely rich, right? The house was, um, was large. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I'm always a little bit skeptical about these little, uh, family cut-ins because what are they going to say that they don't get along with their family? Yeah. Paul's a great player. He's going to win the game. (laughs) Of course. What are they going to say? He's going to lose. Yeah. So that, that really added nothing to the game. (laughs) Well, what I got out from it is this, does this mean like Paul's a fan favorite now? Like, I, I feel like big brother keeps shoving him down my throat. Right. He's definitely a CBS favorite. Yeah, because they, they always show him in the diary room, and he's always, oh, friendship. Oh. Right, right. And they just keep showing it. He's playing it up to the camera for sure. Like like he's likable or funny, and I just don't like him, and I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I do think probably – there, there are people out there that are going to buy into Paul, and he's he's going to have a fair amount of fans. Um, yeah, you always see the tweets. Oh, I love yeah. – they always love the person I really hate. <laughs> How can you like Have you person? considered that it's you? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, Paul's game has gotten better. Even if he's a little bit fake and a little bit obnoxious – He's getting the house guests to start to like him. They're buying in. The other people are totally eating up whatever he's selling. I know. It's working. Well, he, he sort of reminds me of like a, a, a caveman. Not not his looks, but like his grammar and his diction. Because he, he doesn't say sentences. He just says words. Like when he's happy, he, <laughs> like when he's happy, he just says friendship. Or when he's mad, he just says pissed. And when he's excited, he goes, Oh! I have no idea what Paul's talking about half the time, but it is working. And that's all I can say about it. Well, he gets a, he gets a letter from home and uh, Zakia 
she starts being emotional in the diary room. Is this the first time we see Zakia in the diary room? She hasn't she hasn't really brought us anything entertaining right. all all year. This I I feel like this is the first time we see her like talking. Is this entertaining? Maybe it is. <laughs> no, it's, her it's a little bit debatable. I mean, at this, at this point, it's just her being kind of a psycho. Yeah, she's getting a lot of airtime because of Pauly this week. Right. Well, you know, it, I guess people like the relationship drama. It's something, um, and she's definitely providing the drama. She's doing that part for us. <laughs> but Polly cannot stand the drama. She's getting on his nerves. She's, he says she's jealous, she's insecure, and she doesn't let him breathe. This is what you expect, right? They're sitting in a house together for a month. Everybody's going to annoy you. Right. I mean, all of them, all of them don't let me breathe, right? Whether you're inside, whether uh, Polly's inside the house or outside the house, I feel like any relationship that's in, like, that goes into a month, he just feels like he can't breathe. I don't think it matters. That's probably accurate. <laughs> well, he says he's so annoyed. If he wins HOH, he's going to nominate her and he wants her out. Guys say a lot of things. When they're mad at a girl, well, yeah, he he was he was sleeping with his uh with his boy Paul, and uh, she wants to talk about why he's acting so distant, and she goes to see him and he he's asleep. Okay, because she checked on him, she woke him up, which I'm sure just really annoyed him more. <laughs> <laughs> the dude is cranky and he checked on him. We're really going with checked on him. She wanted she, to talk and like wake him up. She was ready to fight it out, and went up there and made it clear that it was time to fight it out. Okay, so he wakes up and they they fight it out. Really. Right. So she got her way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I I saw Michelle was uh, listening outside the room, and uh, her eyebrows Michelle's eyebrows disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Does she shave them every night and then like they grow back by morning? It it reminds me of like an old cartoon where like the animator just forgot to draw the eyebrows on like Fred Flintstone or something. See, see, Marty, this is what text was invented for. <laughs> when something comes on TV and you see Michelle has no eyebrows whatsoever, you gotta send me a message, man. How did I miss this? I feel like I feel like I need to go rewatch the whole episode just to see Michelle's lack of eyebrows. <laughs> She's just, uh, I, I didn't know if she was surprised. I couldn't really get a reaction out of her because she didn't have any eyebrows. <laughs> uh, and then, speaking of Michelle, Paul puts, like, I don't know, like, moisturizer in her drink? I'm pretty sure it was shaving cream. Shaving cream, and then she, like, drinks it. And then she, like, overreacts, doesn't she? She, like, screams at the top of her own lungs. Yeah, that's, like, the fifth most psychotic thing she did this week, so... <laughs> that wasn't really... You didn't really pay attention to that. Uh, Yeah, no, she she did kind of flip out, and she did, I mean... Well, to get back at him, as a joke, she yeah. throws apples really hard right where his kidneys are. Right, <laughs> right, which is, you know, on your hip, right? <laughs> it's right where his kidneys are. <laughs> <laughs> she is just, like, a violent person, isn't she? The whole crying over Frank thing was a disaster. And then the whole meltdown with Bridget 
And now we have the Apple thing. I mean, is there anybody she's yeah. not crying about right now? <laughs> so Paul, as H-O-H, wants to target Bridget. But Paulie wants to keep Bridget safe because he made a deal with Frank, I guess, to keep her safe. But uh, Polly's Polly's actual target is Davon. Which I think was a good target. I mean, Davon was kind of the last remaining somewhat decent player that Polly is not aligned with. That if Polly will go after a big target and pass on the chance to get Bridget, that means his mind is already thinking, I got to get good players out of this house. Paul tries to appease Polly. Okay, uh, we'll put up Bridget in a pawn, and then after the veto, take down the pawn and put up Devon. Uh, we just need a pawn. Right. Any any volunteers? <laughs> Do you volunteer? <laughs> Would you volunteer if you were uh, sitting in that room that day? Well, well, everybody, everybody's just sitting there quiet, and they start like rubbing the back of their neck. Yeah. And that's what you gotta do, right? Nicole volunteers, and she has two roles. Okay. One, never throw a competition, and <laughs> yep. two, never volunteer to be a pawn. Now, I got two problems with her two rules. If you don't take risks, you'll never win. So, yes, volunteer to be a pawn. If if you're truly a, there's always this misconception. I don't know. The, I guess it's a phrase Confucius says. Pawns always go home. That that isn't true. Like if if pawns always went home, Polly wouldn't be around. Right. Paul wouldn't be around still. Right. It, it only happened like one season years ago, which started this legend that anytime anybody's a pawn, they're the ones who go home. Over guess the what? If that person got sent home when they were the pawn, they were probably going home no matter what. Yes. The second problem I have is if you don't want to be a pawn. Don't set a precedent as the first HOH of the season by volunteering Polly as a pawn. Right. Right. Why that's a good point. Why wouldn't you expect it to come back on you? And that's that's when I realized Nicole just won't win this game. Unless, you know, all these other people start getting voted out and she's not involved. So she's not going to take risks. She already she already mentioned that in her two rules. She volunteers and she immediately regrets her decision. So she like freaks out and tries to get out of it. So so Polly steps up and volunteers to be a pawn. Paul nominates Bridget and Polly. And Devon wants to know. She goes up to Paul and Polly and uh, she asks, "What's what's Plan B in case Bridget wins veto?" Oh, she knows, right? Have, have you talked with Nicole yet? She feels like she's getting a cold shoulder. And with her coming up there talking to him, they thought that was totally sketch. Totally sketch. Totally sketch. We can put that on the list with friendship, and I don't even know what else for things that we're going to get really burned out on this season, <laughs> right? Yeah, she's sketch, man. Paul agrees that it was sketch. Paul is more concerned about being Paulie's friend and doing whatever makes Paulie like him than he is anything else in the <laughs> game. Regardless, I think I give Davon a little bit of credit here that she did sniff it out. She did try to do something about it. That's really all you can do in that kind of position. I thought that that was like gold for Polly, because Paul feel really good because he was unsure. It seemed like before. I feel really good about putting her up now. Well, he could tell that Davon didn't trust him. Her gut feeling ended up being correct here, and she had the she had the right idea to go up and try to do something about it. But 
I mean, she was already fighting a losing battle, right? Because his his boy Paulie, yeah, he he already wanted it a certain way. I think Paul was just kind of trying to find a way to make this seem like his idea. Well, yay! Well, Paulie and Zakia have made up. Isn't that awesome? Um, yeah, I I don't think I care really. Uh, well, it looked like that. That's what it. That's what it was semen. And you know what they say about semen? Um. <laughs> She, you know, Zakia, Zakia was a mess this week, this whole week. She's been a mess, and I don't know if they've just been in the house too long, but her and Michelle, it's getting bad. It's getting <laughs> really emotional and really annoying, and you can just see, you can just see, Polly is over it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's over it, but he's, he's trying, he's trying to keep it together and not get so annoyed. He's actually cluing her, cluing her in on what's happening because she has no idea what's happening without Polly. So he's cluing her in. He tells her her, her best friend, Davon, is probably going to be evicted. And then when she gives him information, though, even during the makeup, yeah, that information still doesn't stay between them, does it? It, was a, it wasn't a makeup. It was a fake-up. Okay, right. So that pretty much tells you how how Polly feels about it when even during the makeup he gets information and he goes runs and tells it to people. It's almost like he he set her up for her demise for next week because he wants her out. Yeah. It almost seemed like okay, I'll tell Paul and one of his best friends, Victor. Right. And they can just run with it and do whatever they want. Because Victor it. may win the comp. He's a good. Yep. He's a good player. Uh, I, I want to go to uh, this next scene. It was Paul, Nakori, and James in a room talking about what, what should happen if there's a double eviction. Right. And and James is thinking, he tells him, I, I'll, I'll probably put up Bridget and Victor to be nominated if there's a double eviction uh, after Devon's gone. Devon walks in and, and later and joins the conversation and they're like, oh, we're just talking about double eviction. Nothing, 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 no big deal. You know, you're you're staying. <laughs> right. And uh, she asked James, yep. uh, who, who would you put up in double eviction then? Uh, I, I would put up B or, and, and V. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoops. Uh, he just gives it away. My favorite part about that, as you... <laughs> As they scroll around and look at everybody's awkward looks, of course, Nicole is looking like she's just going to kill herself. <laughs> you have you have James looking like, oh boy, what did I do? How can I lie my way out of this? You have Davon all angry. And then they scroll over to Corey, who's like, whose name starts with V? I can't even think of anybody with a B or a V. So by then, Davon knows she's out. And on eviction night, a 6-2 vote. Uh, Davon gets a one-way ticket to jury. And uh, I want to talk about this uh, this uh, round-trip ticket. And I don't know if you saw in the envelope, but it says void if opened. Did you see this? <laughs> no. No. Oh, I always pay attention to the weirdest things. Uh, if, if people are so afraid of whoever gets evicted coming back in, why don't they start this whole mass, like, almost paranoia thing? Like if if you were afraid, just open yours, okay, and say, "Look, I don't have the I don't have the round trip. Somebody else here does." And if you don't open your envelope, you'll be nominated and evicted. That's a pretty good strategy, and that way you don't have to really worry about who who has it or, or where it is. 
So there's a chance they sell you out and no nobody opens theirs and they right. just laugh at you. Right. Uh, but there's definitely a chance that it works. I think it would start almost a domino effect of people like getting scared. You know, I don't want any people anybody thinking that I have it either. Right. And you just have people start opening it and opening it. Even if you had the the round trip ticket, yeah, I think it'd still be worth it. So nobody would uh, be thinking that you had it. And you just, it would be something less to worry about. Well, Um, that whole idea anyway would have been so much cooler if it wasn't so easy that everyone got it. Yes. If we were to be talking about, oh, these three people have a ticket or these two people have a ticket, I think that's a lot more interesting than everyone in the house has a ticket. Paul got no advantage from figuring that out. Yeah, from figuring it out and being the first one to get it. Not really, because he has the first shot to pick it, but probability states that he won't get it and somebody second will have a better probability to get the right one that's getting into mathematics <laughs> right statistics but we'll just move on <laughs> that's a little complicated um and the other twist uh america's care package wait what do you think about this well i like it if they're gonna do things like um you know the never not pass or you know some kind of cool gimmick or whatever what i don't like is when it actually impacts the game and who who can get voted off you know who's who's eligible to get voted off who has what votes then i think they're just getting way too involved well there's gonna be five weeks or five people who get power and every week the power gets more powerful or gets better so i thought that was weird how you start off with like a never not pass and then uh, this next one will be you can void two eviction votes. And then the one after that is you have safety for the whole week, but you have to wear a safety costume. Uh, <laughs> they always throw in stupid costumes. And then uh, Yeah, I'm out on the costumes. Number four is co-HOH, where you're safe and you get to nominate one person. And uh, the fifth one is you get $5,000 to bribe other players. So you have America voted for their America's favorite and it was the never not pass. And that doesn't impact the game at all. So right. I thought it was interesting that the most, like the favorite person gets the worst of the prizes. Or do you think that people voted for her so that somebody else didn't get picked? Okay. I, I'm, imagine it's the same people who tweet that they love this person that I hate. Right. We're right. Not, not everybody's on the same page. And you have, they said, millions of votes. They, they aren't thinking strategically. Who's going to win is whoever's favorite. Yeah. So Natalie, who's the favorite, gets the worst of the prizes. That's probably right. And then you get, like, the second favorite, if they're even still in the house. Yeah. Who gets the second worst prize. And it all hinges on them being in the house, too. So you could have like this co-HOH. It could be like the third hatest player who gets it. Yes. And they're, they get rewarded because they're not the most hated player. <laughs> and it, that really just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand the logic here. Yeah. If, if you're possibly like even a floater, like, you know, think about somebody that's neutral, like Bridget, right? Yeah. She's going to have some fans, 
and you know more than Michelle or somebody like that. Right. If she could somehow survive, she might be like you're talking about one of the last few people standing that can even win that prize. Right. It's just it's just weird that the person who gets the best prize isn't the favorite player. <laughs> it could be anywhere from the fourth to the thirteenth. I can tell you're very upset houses. by this. It just doesn't make any sense. I like the America's package. Okay. All right. And what about the care package? <laughs> I like the America's care package better than I liked the uh, the airline tickets because, like I said, everybody got one, and I think that's what killed it. Yes. That idea was decent if if they had made it maybe. Had just one or two. Right. Or let Paul decide if anybody else could come through or whatever. I don't know. I want to talk about Julie's dress. What did you think of her dress? Man, you guys with this dress thing. Do you like this segment? I think it's a. I think it's so much fun. I I think you know you have girls that come on this show. <laughs> you need to just ask them. Okay. I don't know, man. I am not qualified. Well, I didn't ask last time you were. on I here, think I there were know. flowers. I don't know. That's yeah, that's what like, I got for you about dresses. It was like a, it almost looked like a sky with clouds or something or like tie dye. It was kind of it was kind of funky. She usually wears like solid colors, so that was, yeah, okay. It's kind of cool to change it up a bit. I'm buying that, yeah. And uh, another thing with Julia is Julia's interview with Dave Vaughn. Julie touched on something that I mentioned last week on the podcast about Dave Vaughn almost having blinders on and focusing too much on Frank. Yes, I said this last yeah. week, and I'm, I'm wondering: Do you think Julie wa- or listens to the show? Um, to this show, do you think Julie listens to the fantasy reality show? <laughs> Obviously, I mean, I I think she probably listens every week, and she waits on you to post it, <laughs> and then downloads it, and may or may not actually listen to it. <laughs> well, it's the only thing that really makes sense to me. Maybe she has an intern that listens to the show for her. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's a possibility. Yeah, I, I imagine uh, her with her husband Les and her her son Charlie. All, all, all listening to the podcast. It's kind of weird that you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can cut this. <laughs> all right. We're to the uh, the points. The points part of the show where we uh, give out points. Now, we are, we give out a point for Polly for winning Vito and Paul for winning HOH. Uh, are there any strategy moves that happened this week that we should uh, allot points? Well, I think... Maybe we give Davon a point on the way out because I give her some credit that, what? you know. What? Davon, she sniffed this out. She knew about it. She did everything she could. And I give her credit because this was a classic backdoor move for Big Brother. And usually these people are floored by it. You could tell Davon was smart enough that she figured all this stuff out. The problem yeah. is she couldn't do anything about well, it. Well, she didn't make a move. She was smart and sniffed it out, but she didn't move about it. Well, she talked to the people that she had a chance with, right? She talked to James. That's uh, That was an attempted move, right? Well, she talked to Paul to try to break the tie. Uh, a move isn't a move if it doesn't move. Okay, so I'm breaking uh, podcast rules right now? Th- therefore, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's rule 27A. Uh, okay. A move isn't a move if it doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then that one didn't move. Yeah, it didn't move. You got you got a you got a mover. Well, you know, I think you have to say Polly choosing to go on the block again was a move that worked because then he he drew he's automatically playing in the POV, 
and then he wins it, and he gets his way, right? Because if he doesn't go up, there's no guarantee that they even go with the Davon plan. I wanted to give him a point this week because he threw HOH, but he still was HOH. He even slept right. in the HOH room. Right. So, and he picked who the target was, and he picked who was you know, like to get evicted, yeah. which was the same person. He might do it again this week, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say give give Paulie a point for finding a new Cabbage Patch kid, and his name is Paul. <laughs> so that's two Cabbage Patch kids. He's starting his own collection. This is this is pretty fun. So my negative point for this week. Ooh, I th- negative point. I think Zakia. I mean, Zakia is supposed to be in a showmance with the guy that's dominating the game, and Paulie, as he continues to have more and more and more more power, Zakia decides, hey. Let me get in a huge fight with this guy and see what happens. <laughs> well, she used to have a chance at doing something in this game if she continued in that in that showman's. Yeah. I mean, her without Polly is just it's just a no go. After she, I guess, annoyed him to no end. It looks it just looks like it's over. And Polly's just going through the motions. Yes. Cause he can't like run away from her and like stop texting her. <laughs> like he literally can't run away. They're stuck yeah. in a house. Yeah, so we're he's gonna wait till she gets evicted and then he's gonna like end it. He's gonna he's gonna send a note to the jury house. Yeah, yeah. I just can't do this. Yeah. I appreciate your vote. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll accept I'll accept that one. I'll I'll let let me talk with the producer. Yeah, okay. They, they, that's that's valid. <laughs> they agreed? Alright, that's good. <laughs> so I just had one follow up question from the last time I was on the podcast. Alright. How much longer are we going to go with this long con of Corey pretending that he's dumb? <laughs> well, I may have been wrong about that. <laughs> I thought he was just playing, but uh, he's, it's, it looks to be real. <laughs> but uh, he, he might be the fourth smartest person in the house right now, which is pretty good, but it's not really saying much uh, with this kind of cast. All right, well, that's it. I'm done talking. I want to thank Nate for coming on the show. Yeah, you're welcome. And you want to you wanna do your plug? You yeah, wanna... my website is bigbrotherrankings.com, and it's definitely with an S. Definitely not not with an S. Yeah, that, that, that one that is doesn't have an S, that's mine. Um, Does it even have rankings on bigbrotherranking.com? It's just, there's just one ranking, and it's, uh, it's a thing you can download. It's actually a, a Trojan virus. Wow. Uh, you can get it. if you go to my yeah. website right mm-hmm. now. So don't forget the S. Um, <laughs> and your computer will still work. <laughs> and you'll also have way better rankings than whatever you get on that other virus site. I, I, I rank all the viruses from uh, uh, the, the worst to the best that you can have. And it gives, gives them all to you. <laughs> and it gives them all to you. So uh, be sure to visit that website. And you can visit uh, Nate's website if you want. I want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Bye.